Streaming live on ESPNNHradio.com. It's Christian and King. Questions before we It's week number 10 of the National Football League. We begin in Philadelphia. The Liberty Bell with the Atlanta Falcons trying to come and put a crack in the Philadelphia Eagles. This is an even game. Atlanta on the road. I'm going to go with the Falcons. I'm stunned that this is Falcons an even game. Falcons have got to be hot. They gotta, they, they're playing pretty well. This is the game they have to win to make to push on, you know? To be yeah. considered a legitimate contender. they got to win this. I think they'll play that way. Eagles have lost three out of four. They yep. are 3-0 and on their home field. But I haven't seen a lot from Carson Wentz lately to make me think that they can go out there and match points with Ryan and Jones and, points, and the Falcons. Yep, right. I think that's going to be a really tough uh, order for them. And I think i got to go with the Falcons here as well. So uh, mark me down for Atlanta. All right. No difference there. The Chicago Bears get to experience the warm sunshine of Tampa. This has no line. It's an even game again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, two teams that make you want to have to wash your hands after you watch the game. I'm going to go with Tampa at home to beat the Bears. Bears are coming off a bye week. Yep. Buccaneers just lost to the Falcons. Mm. They both have had some time off. The uh, the Bucks last game was the Thursday night game. And I don't really know that there's a huge difference, but the Bears on the road. Yuck. The Bears are, have not won a game on the road, and the Buccaneers are 0-4 at home. Ooh, it's really an unstoppable give. force and an immovable object something's here. Something's got to give. Only like the exact opposite of those two things. Yep. You know what? I'll throw you a bone here. I'll go with the Bears. Why uh, not? I, yeah, you know, you it's, play, this is a coin flip in almost play, every you way. Can, you can play loose and free. I think the Bucks are probably a better team, but, you know. 18 games. How did that happen? How did that happen? How did I lose it overnight? Same like way that? Trump happens, my friend. <laughs> I guess, I guess so. You're the Hillary Clinton of this game oh so my far. God. Then again, actually, I could be the Hillary Clinton. I could build a big lead and then lose at the end. That could still happen. This would be even a bigger upset than Trump. This would be like uh, Bobby Thompson. You know what I can? You know what I? You know what I compare Trump to? What? The election of Trump. And this is awful because 07 Super Bowl. This is on now. This is awful because it could happen. It, it could. It could. It could be as big a disaster. I hope it isn't. The Red Sox hiring Bobby Valentine. Hmm. Unconventional. Uh, so Both. Only unconventional. had Bobby Valentine for one year. <laughs> I know. That's just it. We got Trump for four. Yeah. But unconventional. Unconventional hires, yeah. and it didn't work out. So we'll see. Okay. All right. We go to Bourbon Street. The New Orleans Saints hosting the Denver Broncos. Believe it or not, the Saints are two-and-a-half-point favorites. I love Denver as a road underdog. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take the Denver Broncos in this one. And the points. Two okay. and a half. 
I think I'm going to go with the Saints here. All right. I think uh, this is, it's two points. Two and a half. Two and a half. I wish it was three and a half. But it's I think tough. I'll go with two and a half. I think the Saints can do it. I think it's going to be, uh, uh, while the Broncos are a great team and everything, they're, they're better defensively at home. And I don't know. There's something about the Saints this year. Just something about them. They're able to go out there. Breeze is still in the face of this crazy. He's got 21 touchdowns, five interceptions, almost 2,700 yards. He's really having a great season. And uh, Ingram's really started picking it up, too. They're running back. Broncos are going to have their hands full here. I'm going to go with the Saints. I, defensively, the Saints aren't that good. I think the Denver Broncos will probably get a little bit of a boost that way. We'll see how it goes. Broncos haven't been good against the run this year. I know. And Ingram's been – you saw that run of his last yeah, year. He, he ran was, for like yeah, 80 yards last year on one – that one touchdown run. So I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna gamble a little bit, but I'm gonna go with the Saints. Green Bay Packers on the road at the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee is getting two and a half. Green Bay has got to play a good game sooner or later. Mm, yeah, I guess. On the road against the Packers against the Titans. If they can't do it now, they're never gonna do it. I'm gonna go with the Packers. I'll give the Tennessee Titans two and a half points. This seems like a really obvious pick, doesn't it? I it mean does, it really just does. even it's though it's on the road and even yeah. though they haven't shown you anything lately, it seems like an obvious pick for the Packers, which makes me skeptical of it, obviously. Um I don't know. I mean, this could be one of the closest games of the week. Think about it. I mean, think about these matchups. Oh, they're, they're you know they're some not, of these are even gimmies. even money, but like this yeah. could be probably with how good the Titans have looked lately and how bad Green Bay's been. There are only there are only what's the number? Again? There are only two lines this week. Only two lines that are over three and a half. Mm. Only two. Okay, this is two and a half. Two and a half is this one. Tennessee is getting two and a half as a home dog. Woof woof. I'm gonna take the Packers. All right, no difference there. I can't do it on that one. I know. Houston at Jacksonville. Yeah. It's a snoozer. Houston, yeah, this Houston game also. Sucks. Yeah, Houston also a a road favorite. One and a half for Jacksonville. They're getting one and a half. I'm going with the Texans. Jacksonville up against it, though. I mean, how much longer will this coach last? That's the question. Texans have not won a road game yet this year. Uh, they're very bad on the road. Yeah, but Hannah, they're going to Jacksonville. Both teams are at the bottom of the league in turnover differential. Texans are tied for 29. Jaguars are dead last. Ah, these teams are both bad. Aren't they bad? I know it. Houston's going to be a playoff team probably. I know. Um, what a wild card loser. Who did you take, the Texans? Yes. I guess. Uh, decisions, decisions in the national football league. The Jaguars really suck. They really do, Dan. I think they're better than they've looked as a team. I'll go with Jacksonville. All right. Texans are 0-3 on the road. You can tell who's up 18 and who's not. <laughs> I know. Are, I mean, it's not like that's an obvious pitch. Just yeah, Well, I mean, Houston's a better team, so yeah. that's why. You know, and the line's not that big. It's it's a one-and-a-half you know, line. But Carolina. Carolina, actually. Give it. The Kansas City Chiefs, who are red hot, by the way. I know. And playing their best football. They are getting three points at Carolina. Surprises me with that line. I couldn't believe it when I saw it. I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs on the road against the Carolina Panthers, and I'll take the three points. Huh. I kind of like the Chiefs here, too. Yep. They're pretty good on the road. They're about a 500 team on the road. They're it's six the and Kendall two. Reyes rule for me, too. They've been hot lately. It has nothing to do with Kendall Reyes. <laughs> but uh, Justin Houston, I think, is going to be back in this game. 
which is probably this bad is news for Kendall Ray. Yes, yeah, that's but true. But good yeah. news for the Kansas City Chiefs and bad news uh, for Cam Newton. And I'm going to go with the Chiefs, too. All right. The New York Jets. Controversy all around. The benching <laughs> of defensive players. The bad play at quarterback. But you know what? They're playing Case Keenum and the Los Angeles Rams this week in the Meadowlands. I am going with the New York Jets. Giving the Rams two points. Jets a home favorite. These little lines, man. Hey, I tell you, they're very small. What does that tell you? That all these teams are just equally crap? Is yes, that it? basically. You know, because even the Patriots and the Seahawks, that's the that's the biggest line. Well, they right? want to see a lot of money come in on Kansas City, obviously, in the Carolina game. Otherwise, what would be the reason to give the Chiefs three points? Mm, I know. You know? The Patriot well, line, uh, we'll get to that. When we get to that, I'll tell you what's, what's going on with that line. Um... Hmm. I guess uh, is Case Keenum definitely going to play? Uh, they haven't named the other. They haven't, they haven't named the other guy as the quarterback. People were talking about it. You know, I haven't heard any other any, anything else. Like, Are Wilkerson and Richardson going to be benched again? No, I believe they'll play this week. They I'm going to go with the Rams. They served their punishment. I'm going to take the Rams in this one. All right. I don't think they're going to score a lot of points, but they're getting two, so. Right? They are getting two. They're getting two. I think I'm going to go with them. All right. Yeah. The Washington Redskins hosting the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings have looked like slop lately. The Redskins, three points favorites in this game. And at home, I I don't know. You know, I would two weeks ago I would have said Minnesota hands down. Yeah. But two weeks ago Minnesota wouldn't have been getting three points. I'm going to go with the Skins. Give the Vikings three points. Yeah, it's a home game for Washington. That's uh, a big factor here for me. The Redskins are coming off a tie with the Bengals and a loss in Detroit. I think the Vikings are reeling a lot here, and they're probably better than they've looked the last couple games, but also I think they've whatever they have has been figured out a little bit by the league, whatever the tape's shown. Whatever I they mean, did the first month of the season. Yeah. And had Bradford smiling and everything else. Now it's they realize how one-dimensional quickly. Bradford really is, and they, they, they figured it out. Yeah, so uh, I think I may have to go with Washington here as well. If they're, they're getting the points or giving them? They are giving Minnesota three. They're giving Minnesota three? Man, you know, if it was three and a half, I'd go with the Vikings, but Redskins, I'll, do, uh, I'll take them here. All right, we go to sunny California. The Miami Dolphins on an 11-day California West Coast excursion. <laughs> they are getting three and a half in San Diego. This is a game where I think the points could be way up, but I think this is a game where the Chargers are going to be, you know, efficient on offense, and Phillip Rivers is going to get his share of touchdowns, and I'm going to go with the San Diego Chargers, giving the Dolphins three and a half. That half point could be big. Half points have killed me in the past, but I'm picking the home team here, and uh, I don't have faith in the Dolphins at all. I don't either. They're 0-3 on the road. I hate to do this to you because I know you need the, uh, I know you need right. the differences. That's all right. what do you think? One thing I like about this game, two really good running backs squaring off here. Melvin Gordon, the Chargers running yes. back, has been awesome this year. And uh, Ajayi, whatever the hell, John yeah. Ajayi, he's been really good, and I refuse to learn his name. But he has been excellent for the Dolphins. He refuses to learn yours, too. Neither so. one of these two defenses are all that impressive, and I think you'll see some uh, some long runs and uh, some some fun there. That's always nice to see two good running backs go at each other. That's more rare than two good quarterbacks these days. Right. Uh, but all that being said, Chargers are the better team. They're 3-1 and one at home. I think they can win this by more than three, so... Uh, I'll go ahead and take San Diego as well. 
We go to the Steel City. The Pittsburgh Steelers looking to bounce back from a slump. They are 4-4 four and four against the Dallas Cowboys. The hottest team other than the Patriots in the National Football League with seven wins in a row. Ugh. Dallas is getting two and a half. I'll take it. I'll take the Cowboys. I don't think the Steelers' defense is that good even at home. Now, maybe Dallas will lose this game. Jerry Jones will go, whew, and then Tony Romo will trot back out there. And This could be the beginning of the end of the Dallas Cowboys. Who knows? But I'm going to go with the Cowboys in this one. I'm going to go with the Steelers, but I think everything else you said is absolutely going to happen. I think that the Steelers are going to beat the Cowboys. Uh, they're going to zero in on Elliott and make Dak Prescott throw the ball early and often, and he's going to make some mistakes. The Steelers are going to capitalize on him, and Roethlisberger is going to be in better shape than he was last week. He'll put some points up with Brown and his wide receivers. Cowboys are going to lose. Pre Prescott's not going to look good. They'd and rather week, lose. Jerry Jones is going to put Tony Romo in instead of recognizing this as a one, you know, slump game for a rookie quarterback who's been so good for you and who could certainly bounce back. He's going to pull him at the first sign of trouble. He's going to have Romo in the next week, and the Cowboys season is going to torpedo. You watch. That's what's going to happen. Akan has spoken. You're just telling it like it is, Dan DeRue. Anyway, we go. We go to Arizona. The desert. Site of this year's NCAA men's final four, by the way. The Arizona Cardinals. And the reason I say that is that college basketball begins in earnest this weekend. Surprisingly enough. But. How bad are the San Francisco 49ers? Seven losses in a row. 0-3 oh, on the road. And they're getting 13.5 points against Carson Palmer and the Cardinal offense, which hasn't been that great. But I think they'll be great on Sunday. I'll take Arizona and... I'll offer you 13 and a half if you'd like to pick the 49ers. And the last time Colin Kaepernick played a game in Arizona, do you want to know what happened? No, not really. He went 9 of 19 uh, through the air. Okay, that's good. For 67 yards. Oh, that's good, good, good. No touchdowns, four interceptions, two pick sixes, and the Cardinals won 47 to 7. That's a career day. Probably the worst game he's ever had in his life. Yeah, and probably, you know, set him back. I so feel far. like he can't be that bad no, again, he can't. can he? No, he can't. So pick the, pick the, pick the, come on, pick the come on, come on, come on, come on, do it, do it, do it, do it. Well, Kaepernick did have a pretty big week. Do it. After taking a knee for the anthem and saying he was tired of the way all these things and he wanted all this change, he didn't vote for anybody. Said he didn't really care about voting. So I'm not going to vote for him. Ah! Uh! The Niners are really bad. All right. And the Cardinals aren't great, but they can beat the Niners by 13, I think. They can beat them by two scores. They can beat them by three scores and not play their best game. I tried. They needed to make that maybe 14-15, and even then I probably wouldn't have done it. I'm sorry, Tom. It's not going to be this week for you, buddy. Two primetime games remaining. The New York Football Giants hosting those Cincinnati Bengals, those evil Bengals, <laughs> who are getting two and a half points. Yep. The Giants on a roll, beating three nobodies to a five and three record. This is a good team. Since I mean, Cincinnati's not a great team, but they're not as bad as the teams the Giants played. And I believe that you know Eli's Eli's good for two turnovers a game. 
So I am going to go with Cincinnati, and I'll take the two and a half points in the middle. All right, I'll throw you one here. I'll go with the Giants. I think this is going to be a uh, take the over. That's going to be my main betting advice on this game. Certainly take the over in this one. I think the Bengals are going to get in trouble on the road. I think they're going to have a lot of penalties. I think the Giants will take advantage of that, and uh, they'll score. They'll just be able to score more points. Um, the Bengals, if they, if they were the home team, I would probably give them the uh, the nod here. But being on the road, I think Perfect and Jones and those guys against Beckham. So they're going to be getting under oh, the skin. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I think since the Bengals happen to be the road team and they have the reputation, and there's a lot more of them than there is of one Odell Beckham Jr., they're going to end up getting screwed. Uh, I don't know about screwed by the refs, but they're going to end up getting targeted by the refs, and uh, I think that's going to help the Giants. I'm going to go with the Giants. There's your difference. There you go. Six differences so far. We've got one game left to play. It's Sunday we have night. Six really? Six. Yes, we have like Sunday have like night three. in Foxborough. The New England Patriots. Now, I was informed by one Jimmy Murphy that this line has gone up to nine. And really? I imagine the reason it was is seven that, and a half last right, night. Right, yeah. exactly. And I mean, well, what, somebody else has it up to nine. Now, so do we want to go nine? We want to go seven and a half, which is what was listed. We go with the list. Seven and a half. Thing. All right, seven and a half points. It probably because the, the line probably went up because Bettis not playing, and they made that note. I'm going to go with the Patriots. I think the Seattle streak ends here. The Patriots at home. I think they can win this game by more than slightly more than a touchdown, ten points or fourteen points, maybe. You know, it could be a close game until the end, but I'm going to go with the Patriots, and I'll give the Seahawks seven and a half. Hmm, I'd like to take the Patriots here, but uh, I also think the Seahawks will make this a closer game than a lot of us are. Yeah, I guess so. Right. Expecting, I think the Seahawks are the best team. The, team, the Patriots are going to play all year. And if the Patriots do go out there and handle them and, and make it look easy and win by multiple scores, that'll be a great thing. But I'm not ready to I'm not ready to lay my – I think they can win a close game against them, and I think that's what it's going to be. They will win, but I think it'll be maybe like a six-point win or maybe three or something along those lines. No, it'll probably be a seven-point win, and I'll lose by half a point. That's what always happens. And that would be fine, too. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go with Seattle then. So uh, Seattle to cover the seven and a half, and uh, there you have it. Tom, you want right. to give a quick Let's recap? Let's review. There? Here are the games we have no differences. Atlanta-Philly, we're both picking the Atlanta Falcons in an even line. Green Bay-Tennessee, two and a half. The Titans, we're both picking Green Bay. Carolina-Kansas City, we both like the Chiefs in that getting three. We both like the Redskins giving Minnesota three at home. We both like the Chargers giving the Dolphins three and a half at home. And that is where, oh, no, one more. Yeah, no, that's, hold on a second. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What? You picked, uh, that's right, you picked Arizona, right, against Cincinnati? Against San Francisco? Yes. You did? Okay. You made that a difference? You really wanted that to be a difference, didn't you? Yes. No. So here we go. I had a feeling there was one extra one. I picked it ahead of time because you started talking about Colin Kaepernick. Right. So I just crossed that out. So that's the final similarity with the Arizona Cardinals giving the 49ers 13 and a half. That is where the similarities end, my friend. We start with Tampa Bay. I am picking Tampa. Christian is going with the Chicago Bears. He will regret that decision. The Denver Broncos getting two and a half. I am picking the Broncos to try to assert themselves in the AFC West. They're playing at New Orleans. Christian picks the Saints. Houston at Jacksonville. Here's the bone I got thrown. He's going to go with the Jaguars. He used to always pick the Jaguars all the time. One and a half. The Jaguars are getting over to the Houston Texans. I'm going with Houston. The Jets at uh, hosting the L.A. Rams. He's going with Case Keenum and the Rams. I'm going with Fitzpatrick and the Jets. The Rams are getting two points.
Dallas Cowboys giving or getting two and a half against Pittsburgh. I am going with the Cowboys. Christian thinks Ben Roethlisberger will come back to life and win this game for the Steelers. The final two games. The primetime games of the week. Cincinnati and the New York Giants. The Bengals getting two and a half. I'm going to go with Cincinnati. Christian likes the ability of Eli Manning to get the ball in the hands of Odell Beckham and for the referees to let numerous flags fly (laughs) to give the Giants the victory. I'm going with the Bengals. And finally, the New England Patriots hosting the Seattle Seahawks on national television on Sunday night football. Go with the Seahawks as Christian getting seven and a half. I'll probably lose by half, but I bet maybe I'll win by eight. Who knows? I'm picking the Patriots. And there we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven differences. I'll cut it close to single digits. Eleven by the end of this weekend. There we you have only it. Hope. There's it's the picks. The National Football League. Quick break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. 603-883-9900 is your phone number. It's Christian and King, ESPN New Hampshire. Listen live or watch the show live streaming on our Facebook at ESPN New Hampshire. Is your business in search of commercial property? Garrison Glen Corporate Park, located in Exeter, New Hampshire, is a highly desirable suburban business park located just 10 minutes from Portsmouth. There are four lots remaining, ranging in size from approximately 10 to 20 acres. That's Garrison Glen Corporate Park in Exeter. Don't let this opportunity slip away. For more information and other property listings, visit CushmanandWakefield.com. CushmanandWakefield.com. Hey, Chelsea, guess what? I found out my friend at school is going to be moving into a new house. Oh, really? That's cool. Where's she moving to? They don't know yet. They're still looking. Do you think they'll ever be able to find a house? Oh, sure. Especially if they go to see Daddy at Pinnacle Mortgage. Right, Isabel? That's right, Chelsea. They'll get low rates, great service, and many options to choose from. You see, Pinnacle Mortgage offers FHA, VA, USDA, conventional, and New Hampshire Housing First-Time Buyers Programs. Right, Owen? That's right. So, Maddie, you should tell your friend's parents to go see Dad and the staff at Pinnacle Mortgage. Pinnacle Mortgage. Call 603-518-7900. Pinnacle Mortgage. 65 Market Street, Manchester. And online at PinnacleMTGCorp.com. Pinnacle Mortgage. NMLS number 1323739. Licensed by the New Hampshire Banking Department. Connecticut Mortgage Broker License number MB1323739. Main Loan Broker License number 1323739. Hertz Transon. NMLS number 22202. Equal housing opportunity. PinnacleMTGCorp.com. With six New Hampshire locations, Apple Therapy's comprehensive orthopedic rehabilitation clinics offer convenient access to a wide variety of services. Apple Therapy uses the latest technology and treatment techniques such as trigger point dry needling, active release techniques, running gait video analysis, and Graston technique. Plus, they are networked to most providers in all insurance companies. Apple Therapy is located in Amherst, Bedford, Manchester, Nashua, Londonderry, and Executive Health Club. For more information and access to their video library, visit AppleTherapy.com. An ESPN Radio Extra Point with Dan Lebetard and Stu Gatz. Stu Gatz is down on Steve Kerr and Stan Van Gundy. I am. I mean, you know, it's it's easy to come out, or easier, I should say, to come out before or after the election, after we're armed with the results. And trust me, I know this because I usually make my opinions once I'm armed with the results. Okay, I'm Captain Hindsight. 
So it's easy to come out now and say the things that they're saying, and Stan was first, and then Steve Kerr piled on. Where were those words a couple of weeks ago, a month ago? Where were they? Because perhaps they could have influenced some sort of change. Yeah, it's harder to do. That's why Ali was remembered the way that he was recently when we buried him. It's harder to do then. And it's why Stan is beating himself up over he, he doesn't feel like he was particularly strong earlier. When it comes to commercial vehicles, it's time to drill down to the details. If you're not driving the new Sprinter Worker from Mercedes-Benz, your van just isn't cutting it. The Sprinter Worker takes payload up a notch, carrying up to 3,512 pounds. Its cargo volume is cranked up too, with over 300 cubic feet of space. When it comes to safety, it's unmatched, but it's the price that'll really hammer it home. The new Sprinter Worker starts at just 32495 It also has a service interval of up to 20,000 miles and the highest residual value in its class, according to ALG. Put that in your pipe and weld it. Huge capacity, small price, starting at just 32495 The all-new Sprinter Worker, starting at only 32495 Mercedes-Benz, vans born to run. NSF Worker 2016 Sprinter Worker excludes all options, taxes, title, registration, transportation, charging, dealer prep. Options, model availability, and actual dealer price may vary. See dealer for details. Come experience all the joys of living at Bedford Green. Only steps from the Merrimack River and Heritage Walking Trails, the Bedford Green offers some of the largest floor plans in the area with a convenient location only minutes from Manchester. Bedford Green is the town's newest luxury living address, featuring granite counters, stainless steel appliances, natural light and spacious layouts, and offers easy accessibility to restaurants, shopping, and all the major highways. Visit BedfordGreenNH.com. Hi, I'm Liz. Welcome to Lowell Jewelry and Loan. The economy is pretty rough right now, and if you're looking for a short-term loan, banks aren't making it any easier. Sometimes it can take up to 60 days to get approved. That's crazy! We truly are in the business to lend money and put cash in your hands instantly. Bring in any item and we'll give you cash. We also give you four months before making your first payment. Call or come see us today. Our reputation is impeccable. Lowell Jewelry and Loan on Merrimack Street. If you've been putting off a home improvement project because your budget's a little tight, well, put it off no longer. Nashua Wallpaper is your one-stop decorating center for cabinets, countertops, paint and supplies, wallpaper, flooring, and especially window treatment and installation services. They take you from start to finish. Everything from the estimation to the delivery and installation. Find out more at NashuaPaint.com. Visit ESPNNH.com for all the breaking news. Check out the list of podcasts, blogs, and everything sports. Back here, Christian and King, ESPN New Hampshire, streaming live on ESPNNH.com. Nice to have you with us today. Happy Veterans Day. As we uh, thank and salute all the veterans out there listening to us today. And uh, to everyone who marched in the parade today. It was the last parade. It's the first time I've seen it. I've always driven and gotten caught in it. <laughs> but <laughs> never actually saw it. I was yeah. able to sit here and a nice view of the window and watch the parade. Mm-hmm. So did a lot of other people. 
No question. Yep. Um, before we uh, before we make our way out of here, we touched on the Patriots and in, in the game and how we think the score is going to be and what the spread might be, matchup wise. Do you think that the Patriots have shown you enough offensively? And I don't just mean in terms of scoring points, but I mean in terms of mixing in the run game with the pass game against good defenses. And I think this may be the root of the, the question here is that they haven't seen that many good defenses. But do you think that their offense has been good enough and and consistent enough that they can take on a really good defense like Seattle's and continue to operate at the same high level they have been against these other teams? With Bennett out of the game, yeah, I think they have a good, a better, even better chance. I, I, I do. I, I just Bennett's think a good player, but they is. got other guys. They got they have Wagner other guys. Yeah, I know, I know. But they, they faced good Averill defense and, you know. at home. At home, mm-hmm. where they have the benefit of the snap count, and without the without the loud noise and everything else, to disrupt them. Right. Seeing how they if you know if their offensive line can play, and the two weeks that they've had to prepare. For, for one team. I've rarely seen this team come out of a bye and play a bad game. Mm. So, given that those circumstances, yeah. I mean, the Bills moved the ball up and down the field on these guys. In Seattle, they did it. It's true. So, with that in mind, yes, I do. I think that they, they can. I don't think Seattle's as good as everybody thinks they are. I think they're... They're good in a in a week. What 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 this year is a week a week NFC. You know there isn't a dominant team. Do you think the Bills' defense is much better than or much worse than the Patriots? Oh, I think the Bills' defense is definitely much worse than what. The much Patriots. worse? Yes, I think it is. I think the Bills' defense is much worse. They haven't played well defensively under Rex Ryan in two years. They haven't. Okay. That's why Ryan could be in trouble. You know, I mean, he saved his job by you know. Putting a, a guy he trusts as an offensive coordinator who would give the ball and put the ball in Sean McCoy's hands. At Seattle, a tough time with McCoy. He, I was surprised how healthy he was playing that the other night. My thinking is the Seahawks just can't cover everybody. Mm. You know, there's too many there's too many uh, things that they they have to prepare themselves for. Now, Carol's. When a, you think of the Seahawks and their secondary, you think of Sherman, you think of Thomas. Yeah, and I, but I see. I think uh, of the tight Chancellor, ends. I think is going to be back I, for this he game. He will be back for this game. But I think of the tight ends dominating in this game. I think of of, of the two tight ends, Gronkowski and Bennett, getting a, a share of the load. The Seahawks can shut down wide receivers. Can they shut down those two guys? I don't think they can. It's going to be a tough uh, a tough ask. Yeah, it sure is. They're going to have to ask like KJ Wright and. Uh, it's going to be really hard. I, I think don't even know Cassius Marsh. Do you know anything about uh, Cassius Marsh? I like the name Cassius. I was just going to say he box one day. Maybe <laughs> you know no. Mama call him Marsh. I'm gonna call him Marsh. Uh, that was the worst impression of, of Ali. Yeah, not of Ali of. Uh, coming to America. Oh, okay. When they're in the uh, when they're in. I the, I didn't see the whole movie, so. You didn't see Coming I, to America. There's a lot of movies I haven't seen. Tom, no, come on, though. No, no, I, no, I didn't. I just, you haven't seen the part where they're in the, the barber shop no. and Eddie Murphy's playing the old barber and he's also playing the old Jewish guy? No. Nope. And Arsenio is like the other old guy and Cuba Gooding Jr.'s getting his haircut? I'm a deprived child, though. No. Do you remember this? Just let your soul go. Yeah, we played it all the time. You don't remember from the movie? No, I didn't see the movie. Just let your soul bits and pieces of it, but not those. Feeling oh so silky smooth. But Seattle won't look this old. Soul Glow is a product in the movie. Yep. 
people with it's like Afro Sheen. You know? Yes. Russell Wilson uses it, I think. Not going to help my son either. No. I just think, I mean, also, I, I do think that the, the time factor is going to make a difference in this game. I can't believe you haven't seen Coming to America. I'm sorry. That's more upsetting than the macaroni and cheese situation. I know. The well, there's time. a lot of things about me that upset you. They re- today, for some reason, you know, I know. Really for some are. reason, they're really getting to you. I don't, I don't understand why. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and I'm not even mad. Like, I'm mad the mac and cheese, it's okay. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll eat something else for lunch. I'm selfish. I'm not, I, don't hang, I don't hang on everybody's meals like you do. I'm selfish. But I would think that someone who does as much as you do, and who obviously can't eat that much macaroni and cheese between now and Thanksgiving, right. and who doesn't have the freezer space to keep it all, would think, you know, I work with a lot of people who probably would like a nice scoop of mac and cheese for lunch tomorrow. That would be a nice thing for me to do. That would be, you know, Never. I, don't, I don't often get to express my, my feelings towards my coworkers in any sort of meaningful way, but maybe macaroni and cheese. Maybe that's the, the olive branch that I Never can, entered my mind. Not even a, not even no, a little Not even bit. one little bit, no. Mm-hmm. no. You didn't even want, you didn't, you skipped the Christmas party because you didn't want to bring a gift. No, I, I was at the Christmas party. It's a joke, though. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I thought about skipping the Christmas party. I mean, I really wasn't even working here full time. Yeah. But I was invited to the Christmas party, so I came. And I ate, and I took food home with me, and I brought a gift. You didn't come to the last one. Yeah, I did. The one at Boston Billiards? Yes. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Were you there? Yes. I was hiding in the corner with all the food. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Oh, yeah, it was awkward. We're like, why is he here? He doesn't even work. Yeah, I didn't, and I didn't bring a gift. I didn't take part in the uh, thing. I, I never, you know. I put selfish. the best gift ever in that, did I not? I don't know. What was it? All I know is that I did do something. I forget what I did. I did take part in it somehow, somewhere. I don't know why I did. I put in a starting lineup action figure. Oh, Bruce, yes. Of Bruce Jenner. Of Bruce Jenner, that's that right. I purchased in Manchester at the right. now defined. It's not there anymore, but it used to be called. Yeah, it was, a, it was it had the big closeout sale, and you went yes. there and you got it. I that's went right. there. I, this was, I mean, I was before that. I went there d- right during the closeout sale, and I cleaned the place out. I bought all these starting lineup figures. They're all in my closet. I don't know what to do with them. See? I figure maybe someday they'll be worth something, but I looked online. They're they're not they're worth, worth anything. They're, they're worth anything. like four dollars. Yeah. And this is how they're, much I they're paid worth, for them. They're worth less now, or probably as much as a Tom King bobblehead. <laughs> 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 There's a couple like rare ones, which is, which by the way, is the perfect, you know, perfect holiday gift if you want any. Sure. You know, I'd be glad to sell them to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sell them to you. <laughs> I got a bunch. I'll trade it for a scoop of mac and cheese. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, maybe. Um, Wait yeah. a minute. Wait. Well, how does that work? I give you the bobblehead. What do I get? I I already have the mac and cheese. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. Scoop of mashed potatoes. <laughs> no, no. I'm definitely gonna seriously have to do that this year. I'm gonna have to go without the mashed potatoes. This is gonna kill me. You don't have to go without the. Mashed well, potatoes. yeah, I should. I mean, really, you know. I, wanna I have a very simple solution. What's that? Get another fridge. Put it in the basement. That's what somebody told me. It's get pretty it. Pretty easy. Yeah, I mean, yeah that's what somebody did. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But then you gotta, yeah, you gotta go look for one. Oh, then you gotta it, go, and then you have to know. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. either bitching about one thing, you're bitching about the other I thing, know, Tom. I know, but that, I, I, I may have to do that. <laughs> I may have to. You got that whole basement. There's nothing down there. Just put a fridge down there. You put the know. fridge in the garage. You don't know. There could be a few bodies. You're not sure. You don't know about that. <laughs> no, I'm sure there are actually. <laughs> So there's, they're all buried under the pool. Uh, that's where that's that's where I want to go. Yep. You want to be buried under your pool? Put me in the pool. Just do the ashes thing and just throw them in there. Really? Yeah. You sure. want your ashes thrown in a backyard well, then, pool? Then they'll yeah, then they'll go in the filter. Yeah. <laughs> 
And you're gonna have to call some guy to come and take him out. Yeah, I know it, right? You know, and you're gonna get thrown in the in the landfill. That's where you it. Yeah, I know it. Yeah, I know yeah. it. Yeah. I got no future. How about up in Mount Washington or Mount Monadnock or something? I never go there. Why would I want to go? Why would I want my ashes thrown there? I don't know. I never go there. You kidding? Because you've never been before. <laughs> I know. <laughs> take one. <laughs> take one last trip before you go. <laughs> you know, I never seen Mount Monadnock. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm never gonna, but you know spread, what? I can spend some time up there. Spread the me in someone's mac and cheese. That's you know cool. where they should, and it's a damn shame it doesn't exist anymore. Yes, go ahead. There was one place to scatter your ashes. Where's that? The old man in the mountain, but the old man in the mountain fell down. Yeah, I know. It, huh? I know. God, that would have been perfect. Yep, yeah, maybe. It really would have. Could be. You even kind of look like him a little bit. Oh, geez, thanks a lot. From the side. Yeah. The forehead shape. Want me to sit in the side? I'll, yeah, see? I'll look at the side. I'll look at Justin for a while. There's, we don't have periscopes, so. No, it's, not, it's not like uncanny or anything. No, but, you know. But I it, got the it, old man part right. It could work, yeah. The mountain, I'm not quite there yet. It's the old man in the mountain. Or yeah, of the mountain. Of the mountain. Old man of the mountain. Yeah. I miss the old man of the mountain. Uh, I don't miss anything. But you don't really miss him too much because he's on every highway sign, you know? Even when, even though the actual rock formation's not there anymore, the state of New Hampshire is still very much clinging on to the idea of the old man of the mountain. He's still state of New Hampshire's clinging on to a lot of things. Let me tell you, <laughs> that's true. That's uh, that's the deal. So, all right. So, what do you think the score of this game is going to be? Uh twenty-seven to thirteen is what I put in. Twenty-seven thirteen. Twenty-seven thirteen. I don't okay. think the Seahawks can score. Not against not against this team outdoors. In Foxborough on a Sunday night, six days after they played the whole bit. I think the Patriots will shut him down. I think the Patriots Without win. Jamie Collins, obviously. 23-20. to 20. Ooh, close one. That's going to be... Excuse me. Close one. Like there's Pete Carroll. Like these people don't know him on the radio. These, there's Pete Carroll right now calling to say, I, you know, I differ with you. Well, sorry, Pete. That's what's going to happen. You're going to lose by three. And it's going to be a pretty good game, I think. It's going to go back and forth. There's going to be some good plays. I think that you're going to see uh, the the offensive line probably look a little vulnerable for the first time this year. They've had a couple of games where they've given up a few sacks, but it was never really that put the game in, in question, you know? I not not s- since Brady's been back, anyway. They've been I blowing everybody what, out. I think what everybody's going to want to see is how this defense plays. And you know what I've been telling you? I think the defense is going to get overrated as the second half of the season goes on because they're not playing anybody. And everybody's going to think that all their problems are solved. They're not playing any good offenses. Even the good teams that they play, even the Broncos. They don't have good offenses. They don't. Seattle don't have a good offense. None of these teams have good offenses. There are only two good teams left on their schedule and and um, uh, just slightly above average team in, in the Ravens left. In the regular season, you can you can keep on going with that. You can get away with it. In the playoffs, you can't. You can't get. You can't be a successful playoff team when your offense is that much better than your defense. Yep. You know, it just it doesn't. It hardly ever works out. Doesn't seem to. Not to win at all. It seems it'll eventually catch up to you at some point. But you got to have a good team in your conference. I know. You got to have a couple of them. I don't see it. But then again, last year they were ten and zero going to Denver against Brock Osweiler. I didn't see that either. Yeah, you know. And what the Broncos were like six and three, right? They weren't that good. Yeah, yeah. they you know Osweiler just won a game on the road to give them a little bit of a boost. So they switched out their quarterback. Yeah, you know, you know. So that's you know, you know that was, they had made a decision. Peyton Manning can't do it anymore. He's too hurt. He's going to have to walk in a boot for a, for a month. We'll just we'll... and forget about the Patriots. How unbeatable did the Panthers look all year? 
Yep. Panthers looked like no one was going to beat him. Right. Well, no, I mean, no one, no, one, no one really did until the Super Bowl. Yeah, until the know? end. Until they had to play a good defense. Real good defense. Yeah. I mean, they blew the Cardinals away. It was just... You having know, a real good defense is like having a real good bullpen. In the NFC, there's always a team that's just... It always happens in the NFC. There's mm. always a team where it's just their year. You know? Yeah. And sometimes they come out of nowhere. And that, in, you know, so a lot of times in the NFC, it's a team that didn't win or didn't make the playoffs the year before that looks really good. Yeah. Now they may lose in a conference championship game. Atlanta was one of those teams. And the NFC that. team that loses the Super Bowl always they never come back. the playoffs right. next year. Yeah, and, Carolina, like, and Carolina's definitely yeah. going to be one of those. Carolina, now, Seattle made the playoffs. Seattle came back and made the playoffs. But they weren't the same team. They still aren't the same team. Mm. A lot of people are looking at Seattle. They've gotten on, worse from last year. I think a lot of team, a, a team. lot of people are looking at Seattle based on their reputation of the last few years. They're not as good as the Super Bowl team or as the team that played the Patriots. They're not. I agree with that. Yep. But I also think the Patriots' defense isn't too good either. I don't think it's anything special, and I don't think that we should consider them, you know, a lock to be able to shut down Russell Wilson and in, in that offense. Even though I don't think they're that good, I don't think the Patriots' defense is really anything special either. So I guess it's you know. It's a bit of a wash for me there. And uh, I think the Seahawks' defense will be enough to keep it close. We'll see. Uh, 603-883-9900, your phone number, 883-9900. Quick break. We'll come back. Wrap things up next year with Can I Finish? It's Christian and King. Give these guys a call at 603-883-9900. It's ESPN New Hampshire. I'm Lindsay Rhodes with NFL Network now on the Westwood One Radio Network. Week 10 of the NFL season kicked off Thursday in Baltimore. The Ravens defeating the Browns 28-7. Baltimore quarterback Joe Flacco steady, finishing 30-41 of for 296 yards, three touchdowns, and two interceptions. Baltimore improves to 5-4 with the win while Cleveland drops to 0-10. Flacco believes this is a critical W. It looked like it was going to be a typical Cleveland-Baltimore game. It was going to be fought out until the end. It's definitely a little bit of a relief to be able to be over there in, in the fourth quarter and, and be 99.9% sure you're going to win the game. In other news, Saints defensive back Kenny Vaccaro is facing a four-game suspension for performance-enhancing drugs, although they should have him this week against Denver. Jets quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick was limited for a second day in a row. Head coach Todd Bowles says he will start when New York plays host to Los Angeles Sunday. This has been NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.5%, APR 3.57%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumeraccess.org, number 3030. And now, insurance-minded speeches from GEICO. Let's talk about power. To illustrate this, allow me to tell you a story about how I moved a tow truck 25 miles using only my index finger. I was stranded with a flat tire. I opened the GEICO app. Then, with a few taps of my finger, I beckoned emergency roadside assistance and a tow truck to my car. I invite you all to unleash the full potential of your fingertips with the GEICO app. Thank you. Tomorrow night, Bud Light, ESPN New Hampshire, and Metro PCS present UFC 205, featuring Conor McGregor at Chunkies in Nashua. 
don't spend big money on pay-per-view. It's just 15 bucks to watch the UFC on the giant movie screen at Chunkies, and you get a $5 food voucher. There'll be lots of prizes and giveaways from Bud Light, ESPN New Hampshire, and Metro PCS. UFC 205, featuring Conor McGregor, tomorrow night at Chunkies Nashua. Doors open at 9, tickets on sale now at Chunkies.com. Hey, American Express card members, there's never been a better reason to get out and shop small in your neighborhood. Because now, through December 31st, you could earn two times your rewards when you shop small with an enrolled American Express card. Learn more and enroll your eligible card today at AmericanExpress.com slash ShopSmallOffer. It always feels two times as good to support local stores, and now it's two times as rewarding. Prepaid and corporate cards, cards issued by other financial institutions. The Plum Card and certain other cards are not eligible. Reward cap and other terms apply. The money-saving tip. Coming at you with another money-making tip. How to save money effectively. Tired of overpaying for stuff? Then head to ESPNNHradio.com and check out the ESPN New Hampshire Deals page. You can save up to 50% on deals from all your favorite local businesses and restaurants. Why pay full price when gift cards and gift certificates are only a few clicks away? So start saving now by going to ESPNNHradio.com and checking out the new ESPN New Hampshire Deals page. You're welcome. You're listening to Christian and King. Stay tuned for The Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy, only here on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. Back here, Christian and King, ESPN New Hampshire, streaming live on ESPNNH.com. Nice to have you with us today. Christian Arcan here, Tom King over there. Over there, over there. Jimmy Murphy in the house as well. It's off of Veterans Day, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't that the Air Force? No, uh, the Army. That's the Army. That's the Army side. The Army goes rolling along, yeah, right? Great. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Da, 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 Did you march today? No, but you know what? You don't know this about me. I went in high school to an all-boys military junior ROTC school. Whoa. I had to march in parades. Full uniform. And my freshman year, they took him away, <laughs> away from us after our, my freshman year. March with a rifle. Yeah. And I've fired a rifle. Scary thought. Isn't it? <laughs> And that explains the loud voice. Yes, it does. <laughs> Breathe. <laughs> Were you a drill sergeant? <laughs> actually, actually, I was second. By the time you get to be an officer as a senior. He was the class kiss ass. I was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was. Look, he I knows was. he was. Yeah. I was. <laughs> I was second in command. Lieutenant Look Colonel. Look at you, huh? Yep. Polish yeah. the apple every day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to shine. We had to shine all the stuff the night before. You know, shine all the all the stuff on. And get inspected every day. Wow. What do you got oh, today, yeah. Jimby? We got a lot. We got uh, all music is uh, dedicated to veterans. It's a Veterans Day themed soundtrack for the show. So, uh, you know, Veterans Day. Thank you for your service. And uh, we've got Pete Terrier teeing up the big weekend of high school football around here. Outstanding. Got a big game on on the air here tomorrow. You know that, right? It's oh, the, we know. It's the unofficial Super Bowl That's right. between Bedford and Merrimack. Wouldn't it be funny, though, if you know either of them then wins and goes to the Super Bowl and loses? 
That would be pretty funny, yeah. I think it'd be kind of poetic uh, since everybody's sort of just discarding the other teams. Yeah, you know, North and uh, North and Exeter. Yeah. yeah, and they haven't played each. It'll be, yeah, so it'll be I mean, a situation uh, where they haven't never, played each other too. That's you know. why they play the game on the field, right? But uh, we will talk. Kids, you know it. Bob yeah. Bardis will be in studio with me for the majority of the show, and uh, we'll welcome on Kristen Lestock, New Hampshire Motor Speedway. We've got former NHL referee Paul Stewart, uh, Pat Gilroy, ESPN New Hampshire, uh, the bagpiper for the Mahones, and former bagpiper to Dropkick Murphys, uh, Scruffy Wallace will be joining us. Scruffy. Scruffy. My man, Scruffy. And uh, Phil A. Perry of CSNNE.com. Talk a little Patriots. And, of course, our man, Gabriel Morenci, with his NFL and NCAA football picks on the stretch run today. You know, I'm thinking, Where'd like, you get the Monopoly board? <laughs> this thing. I don't know. I, mean, I just huge. I go from, oh, like, wow, that yeah. little MacBook to this. It's That's like huge. Yeah, I, huge I'm, laptop. I'm not comfortable with it. That thing, but you, could, you could land the space. It's working. It really is. It's crazy. Yeah, for yeah, sure. No doubt about uh, it. I don't want to be that guy walking in the press box that's with a, this thing. That's in, a runway. Yeah, no I, I, if I could interview Scruffy, I would ask him, like, is there any competition for being like a rock and rolling bagpiper? You know, there's there, a couple dudes I know that there. there's like Irish rock band now, but like when, when the drop kicks were sort of starting off, I don't know. Maybe I'm just ignorant, but it didn't seem like there was a lot of other, Oh, yeah. Were there a lot of yeah. other bands yeah, like yeah. that? With well, what's his name from ACDC? Oh, yeah, that's right. ACDC. I should know the name, but uh, a couple other bands had it. But no, I I know what you're getting at. It's a a unique field. Indeed. For sure. Right. For sure. Um, But Scruffy, uh, actually, we're going to talk to him because, uh, well, he's a big hockey guy. So obviously, I love talking hockey. But uh, he also served in the Canadian military, uh, did some undercover ops uh, in Serbia, in Yugoslavia. Wow. So... Yeah, but was he in Junior ROTC? And in the He cannot compete with that. I didn't undercover ops in the school. down Main Street where yeah. Finding out who was was it at the parade and stuff like that. I did undercover ops. <laughs> with his little Junior Merit badges on there? Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think See? so. But, uh, yeah, so there we go. <laughs> See if Scruffy can hang Yeah, really. Yeah, they got nothing on me. That's Come coming on. up next on the stretch run with Jimmy Murphy. Yeah. Now here's Can yeah. I Finish. Really can I Finish. All right, Tom, do you know who William Hayes is? He plays for the Rams. Oh, yeah. That's good. Doesn't believe that dinosaurs were ever a thing. He's like Carl Everett. He just doesn't believe that dinosaurs existed. Well, he hasn't met Tom. That's true. <laughs> All he would have to do is have one conversation with Tom King. To- I am a walking Jurassic Park. I'll have right. You know. Not only do they exist, but they can talk and they can write for the newspaper. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, uh, Jimmy Kimmel on uh, his program last night decided to take William Hayes to a dinosaur museum and teach him about dinosaurs. And, well, just listen. Here we go. Really, please. I never really So even as a little kid, when you were learning about dinosaurs... You didn't believe me. I don't have a big imagination. <laughs> Listen, I think skepticism is a good quality to have. I think we should challenge the things we're expected to believe. Okay. I mean, not necessarily to this extent, but <laughs> let's take a look around and see what you think. No doubt about it. So they're both dressed like Indiana Jones and they're that, walking around this dinosaur museum. This doesn't move you in any way? Absolutely not. <laughs> so what do you think these are? I feel like clay. Maybe it is Clay. I don't know. Hey, it's how you doing? Hi, good morning. Hi. 
Hi, my Hi. name is Daniel. I'm an educator here for the Natural History Museum. Oh, we need you, Dan. Please. <laughs> have you met people who don't believe in dinosaurs before? Yeah, every now and then we uh -huh. do get people who don't Wait, believe in are you, uh, dinosaurs. Are you able to persuade them that dinosaurs are real? I give the facts and some of my personal experience with these. Okay. Uh -huh. Your personal experiences as in? As in? One? As in actually <laughs> going out and digging for dinosaurs. You've so. never dug up a dinosaur before? I have. have. Yes, I have. Where? Uh, Utah. If Daniel has pictures, will you believe? We Absolutely be not. <laughs> and it went on for quite some time. Does like not this. believe in dinosaurs. Even though this guy says he dug up a dinosaur. And he has pictures of him digging up the bones of a dinosaur. That is not enough to persuade this guy. This guy does not believe that dinosaurs were real, despite the overwhelming evidence, bones and everything, because he never actually saw a dinosaur walking around. That's what he ends up saying. He goes, well, you saw the bones. You didn't see him walking around, did you? No, because it was, you know, millions of years ago, right, you jackass. Right. But uh, that's, uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes <laughs> people don't want to believe things, you know? Sometimes facts don't matter. If anything, this last year and a half has taught me that sometimes facts really don't yeah, matter. Yeah, they don't. Yep. And, uh, yeah. No so, doubt about it. It's, uh, it's worth checking out. The video's pretty funny. If you want to watch the whole thing, it's up on YouTube. And that's my Can I Finish. What do you got, Tom? Oh, Derek Jeter. The Yankees are trying to get him to come back to be an instructor. But Derek Jeter says, no, thank you. You know why? What Derek Jeter wants to do? Yeah, no. He runs the Players' Tribune. Right. Derek Jeter said last night he wants to get involved in ownership. Can you imagine Derek Jeter as the owner of the New York Yankees? Yeah, I could, actually. I don't know about that. Why not? Partner with the Steinbrenners? Maybe, got the you money. Think? Yeah. He's got the money. Everyone loves him. True. Why wouldn't he? True. I don't know. I just don't see it. But Derek Jeter wants to be involved in Do you in think ownership. he'd be better served as a part of the front office or as a you know bench coach or something? I think he'd be a better coach. He'd probably know? be better as a coach. Because he played the position. But would that be better for the team? Well, I mean, unless he wants to invest with the Steinbrenners, I don't know. But uh, he could buy another team. team. Bad, he could be involved in another team. I can't picture Derek Jeter being involved in another baseball team. Anything other than oh, the New no, York Yankees. Oh, no, of course not. Exactly. He became like a, you know. Just as it's difficult for me to involve. Bench goes for the Twins or something. Just as, just as, as I thought the Yankees should have hired Don Manley as their manager instead of Joe Girardi. But didn't happen. Because Manley's a Yankee in my mind. Yeah, I don't know. You know? I think it's it's this. This happens in baseball with certain guys. You know, you'll always have you'll always have the debates about, you know, catchers usually. Well, this catcher would make a great manager. Right. But if a player was a really good player, like an iconic player, when Dustin right. Pedroia retires, people are going to talk about Dustin Pedroia being a manager just because he was a fiery captain leader True. type of guy. True. But who knows if he'd be a good manager. Now, you know, it's, it's really hard to say. But that sort of falls in line with people's sort of preconceived notions. Jason Veritek, everybody wants to see get a crack at being a manager. We don't know if Jason Veritek would be a good manager. Who would possibly know that? You know, just because a couple of catchers have been good managers doesn't mean they all are. It's, it's you tell how good a manager is gonna a guy is gonna be as a manager. The more he, the better he communicates. Mr. You Dinosaur, want good communicators. can you tell us? Did people think Terry Francona was gonna be a good manager as a player? Was there ever talk of that? I don't remember. Well, there you go. But now, look at him as a manager. That's it. No, that's Christian's but, point, but right? Where Francona, yeah. became, where Francona became uh, noted for managing was in the minor leagues. That's mm. where everybody looked at right. him. Right. It is a guy so, we talked to about. To Christian's point, I'm saying it right. wasn't necessarily, well, he was an awesome player, so. That doesn't necessarily a, make a yeah, good manager. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I don't think Jeter would be a I good manager. It's the same thing in hockey. I think Jeter would be a good Wayne instructor. Gretzky was the worst coach I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh, he was awful. Terrible. But he's one of the best players you ever seen. No kidding. It doesn't matter, you know? Michael Jordan, 
Not a great owner. Isaiah yeah. Thomas, not a good not coach. Not a good coach. Yeah. Bird was a good coach. Yeah. But uh, we don't have time for this right now. We have to go. Have a great weekend, everybody. Jimmy Murphy's coming up next. I'm going to go home run. eat some mac and cheese. I bet you are. <laughs> jerk, you selfish jerk. <laughs> On Veterans Day of all days. Not that there's any veterans here. I still would have liked the mac and cheese time. Yeah. That's our time. Goodbye, everybody. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday. Stay tuned for Jimmy. Later. Oh, 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 oh,